Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around them. We've uh, been working on a couple projects lately. This is me thinking, which projects? Like... The ones that aren't getting done, probably. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's been spring break, and I was thinking I would get a lot of things done while I was on spring break. I get a week off. I put the kids in day camp. I can catch up on all those things that I wasn't getting done while I was busy at work. You probably should make a record of all the things that you actually get done on those weeks that you're off and you think you're going to get things done, and then... The next time, you can expect to get those other things done that get in the way of getting things done that you're trying to do. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I probably should, because then I might actually see that I'm getting something done, but I don't feel like I'm getting anything done. I meant to get my hair done, and I meant to clean the house, and I meant to put those uh, dressers together and I meant to clean the bathrooms, and I meant to do a little bit of baking and cooking and getting things frozen for easy meals coming up, and I meant for us to podcast a couple of times so we can get more, you know, things in the hopper waiting to be published so that we've got preparation for... I know the podcasting part didn't happen because I'd have to be part of that, and I'm really sure the baking food thing didn't happen either. I know you did your hair. Oh, well, I got did... half of my hair. Oh, okay. And you, oh yeah, you like to do the... Yeah, I, I got my roots taken care of, but I didn't get the low lights done. Right. I say like I know what you're talking about, but... <laughs> um... <laughs> the stuff that makes it look more natural and not like I just dyed my hair. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's still just smiling and nodding. <laughs> you, you do this because it's it, it's just funny to me when when w women have lots of these things where they do things to make things look more natural. I got your hair colored. Yes, you did. Because I didn't want any gray, and I didn't care if it's natural. I'm not trying to make it natural. I'm just saying women have these things that they say. Oh, this will make it look more natural. Yes, because if it looks like all you did was paint something on there, then it looks like you don't pay a lot of attention to your own appearance. And in our culture, if you pay more attention to your own appearance, it's a sign of self-respect and it garners more cultural and social respect. When you take good care of yourself. Right. This is true. It is true. Mm -hmm. In much of Western culture, if you present yourself nicely, you're going to be treated nicely. And I generally prefer the result of being treated nicely. Yes. Accomplishing things that I want to accomplish with the assistance of others in the general public. And so I present myself nicely as a means to that end. And that means not having my hair look like I just painted it yellow. It's all in the details. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. Like cleaning the bathroom. 
Mm-hmm. I wiped down the counter. I washed the mirrors. I wiped the glass of the shower stall. Mm-hmm. But the thing that really bugs both of us is the mess in the details of the floor of the shower stall that just won't come up. And you sprayed it a bunch of times with bleach cleaner. And I took the scrub brush to it. I think it's too porous. And as much chemicals as we want to pour in there, probably not really making it less porous. Yeah, I think at this point we can be... We know it's clean. We We just can't. It's just... The way it is. It's going to look ugly, and we can be content that we have disinfected it. Yes. And it's not our house, so we can't just make it a... We can't make a, a actual remedy. We can just... We rent. Band-aid, we band-aid can only it. do so much to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I meant to clean more. Um, I meant to shampoo the carpets. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got you- the vacuum. You often do shampoo the carpets on your brakes. I do, because the kids are going to be gone all day, and I won't. And so I can do it in the morning, and it'll dry most of the day, and it's fairly dry by the time they get home, and I just remind them not to walk around in socks until the next day. And then they listen after they wet their socks. Yes, they do. (laughs) (laughs) But that didn't happen. Um, I did get two of the three dressers assembled that we bought. Mm -hmm. Cool. Which I always find amusing that, you know, you tend to make a joke with other guys, like with our kids' adopted grandpa, Papa, that, oh, yeah, the wife gets the big closet, and you guys get the small closet. Yeah, he points that out, too, because he has the same closet as me. Yes, our houses are on the same floor plan. We're in the same neighborhood, the same subdivision. Mm -hmm. And... I get the big closet and you get the small closet and grandma gets the big closet and papa gets the small closet. And I would just like to point out that all of my dressers and all of my clothes fit into my closet along with all of our towels and a handful of other storage items. You fit your clothes into your closet and three additional dressers. Yep. That's great. That's true. It is. Yep. Is still about spring break? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> I assembled the dressers. Okay. I win. Well, two of them. And that's the thing. I had hoped to get three done. And Well, you still can. There's one left. There is one <laughs> left. It works but around spring here break is almost done. There's always something left. There is always something left. And I don't yeah. like that. I don't like leaving things left. Well... I mentioned this to you that I, I had ta- ta- told my work wife that um, I wasn't getting all the things done at work that I wanted. And so I was going to lower my expectations. Yeah, you did. Yes. And how did that work out? Well, you know, it was amusing because you're still trying to get everything done. However, with lowered expectations, I got more done than I expected. <laughs> so, That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lowering your expectations can go a long way towards your uh, sense of accomplishment. Yeah, even though you're getting the same amount of stuff done as if your expectations were higher, generally speaking. Stupid perfectionism. (laughs) Yeah. We had to lower your expectations on getting DHT, too. 
Yeah, I I think that kind of goes along the same path there of adjusting expectations. I mean, the information we were reading online certainly lent, lent itself towards what was and wasn't available at this point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if my my expectations may have been temporarily higher, but that was about it. Yeah. And we started looking at DHT when we had another friend who was scheduled for lower surgery. And they often say that, you know, if you're going to use any hormones before surgery, you want to make sure that you get that done so that you have as much to work with come surgery time as possible. Right. And by if you're going to use hormones, you mean additional hormones for... Topical hormones. Topical hormones. Yes. The kind that you rub into your junk to help it grow. Yes. Which is generally uh, the DHT cream. Yes. And so, so, yeah, you do you do want to use it. It's a dihydrotestosterone mm-hmm. cream. And typically what research has shown me, and you because you like to research as well, mm-hmm. is that what would be desired is a cream between 2 and 10% concentration that's non-alcohol. Yes. And... What, and that had been available previously. That had been available apparently until about 2009 in, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and possibly throughout North America, maybe most of Europe the and Asia, Western world as well as some of the rest of the world. Well, even when we were talking with our friend who was, you know, planning it then, he was talking about he had looked up some things and he knew that he didn't want the alcohol based. And so while you boys were talking... I pulled out my iPad and I start looking stuff up because that's how I do. Mm -hmm. And at that point, there was a website where you could buy the 10% non-alcohol based cream. And this was not even six months ago. And it had it there on the website that now you can only get the Andractam alcohol based 2.5%. And I hadn't looked at the site at that time, so I didn't realize it had said that back then and it's changed now. Right. Most of the stuff I've looked at recently just has the 2.5% right. concentration. Right. And at that point, you weren't really looking at getting it or thinking about it. and No, that was about six months ago. Right. I wasn't. And our friend was talking about it with lower surgery and... um he and I often have conversations about uh, that that type of thing, you know, for obvious reasons. We're both FTM, but also we have the same endocrinologist. Yes. <clears throat> and so you said, call her. I recently did say call her because we we were talking about this. And it's been, you know, it's been some months now since he had scheduled his lower surgery and he had been talking about getting his DHT cream. And... Fairly recently, since, since he had scheduled mm-hmm. that, that uh, Dade had, had talked about he had scheduled his... Dade on YouTube. Dade on YouTube had, had scheduled his lower surgery in San Francisco. and That's the same doctor that our friend is going to, right? Yes, the same doctor. So I had pointed mm-hmm. that out to our friend and said, hey, this guy's going to the same doctor you're going to go to, and his surgery is in April and yours is in December, and 
So maybe you want to follow them and see see how things are going. Mm-hmm. And so that that you know that Dade started talking more about the DHT because he had gotten DHT to help his surgery go better. Right. And. And he got some good results too. He got good results. He recorded those, and and if you're F to M, you can look at those results by messaging Dade and letting him connect you to his source, and that's that's how he puts it in his YouTube right video. So, time kept going on there, and I thought, well, I'm going to the endocrinologist soon, mm-hmm. and I'm almost a year on T. Yes. And my understanding of the DHT usage is the use is to get some growth so that if you're going to have a methoidioplasty that you have enough tissue that you're going to be able to stand to pee. Yeah. And the reason the DHT works is because there are active receptors that will help that growth during the first so many, you know, years or during a certain... During your second adolescence. During your second adolescence, but during the first, you know, so many years of that cycle. Right. And that could be different, just like results are different for different guys. Mm-hmm. It could be different um, amounts of time. And so my thought was... I'm going to the doctor. I'm almost a year on T. I don't know that I'm going to have surgery or not. It's not something on my agenda right now for the reasons that it's a big surgery. It's several hours. Mm-hmm. Um, the time and energy and effort involved are not worth the trade-off at this point in your life. No, not to mention that it's also very expensive. Mm-hmm. So... With those things in mind, it, it I also thought, well, I don't want to wait too long mm-hmm. and miss the cycle of, you know, the time I could use a DHT cream. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, who doesn't, you know, I don't know. Some people probably don't. But for the most part, who doesn't want to go ahead and get their dick to grow, you know? I do. So, Yeah. Uh, that's why I started looking it up when you boys were talking about it, because I'm like, hey, man, can I get in on this? Yeah, so there you go. I want some. Yeah. Um. So I looked into that and went to the endocrinologist and had to write a script, and I had called the pharmacy here because I thought, you know, you might as well double-check because some of these things come and go, and one of the web pages said, you know, you should check a pharmacy because they might have a source for it or they might still have some or who knows, you know. Right. So I did. I called the pharmacy and they said they could do it and I thought that was odd and I didn't really believe them, but I thought, well, I'll get the script anyway. And clarify, they said they could do... I called the pharmacy and I said, this is the script I'm seeking. 10% non-alcohol based cream. Yes. Yes. And they said, we can do it in any percent that she writes it in and you know, you bring us the prescription. Mm-hmm. Well, what I think the person on the phone um, wasn't listening to what I was asking for, which was really my question, do you have this? Mm-hmm. But was more listening to the idea of 
I'm asking about a compounding script and so their answer was, of course we can do this in whatever percent your doctor writes it for. Right. Thinking that a doctor would only write a prescription for something that we have. No. So there you have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of figured that would be the case, but I thought, well, they answered my question that they could do it. So, okay, I'll have the script written. And if it doesn't work at the compounding pharmacy, then I could go ahead and and send it in, you know, through the mail to across the world. And it's in, uh, I was going to look for the place. I have to look for the place where you send it to. But that's where I can send it. Right. Yeah, it's an online source, the dhtcream.com website is for a pharmacy that's not in the states that and much i know all you have to do is google buy dht cream and it's the first result that always comes up no matter where you're that. going from so i thought well, either way i can use the prescription so there you have it mm-hmm. um it looks to me like i'll have to have it written slightly differently but that shouldn't be a problem because i've already asked her for the script she knows why I was asking for it, mm-hmm. and so she'll know that I just need it written differently. She'll understand that. Right. So I can just leave, like, a message for the MA and say, hey. I doc- don't need the compounding script. I need a traditional script. Yeah, yeah, for this, so I can send it to get it, because I don't have it here. Right. So that's that scoop. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's a bummer, because, like, even six months ago, the website said that you could get the 10%. And things online, various other testosterone-type forums for bodybuilding and for andropause and other reasons, they were saying that there was the DHT higher percentage creams available. But now you go to look and it's not. Like, just in the past few months, Mm -hmm. all those sites have been shut down or I don't know what. And I even tried routing our internet through the TARDIS Mm -hmm. to, you know, make it look at these sites as though we were coming from someplace outside the U.S. Mm -hmm. And there was nothing. Well, if you hadn't looked at those a few months ago, we wouldn't know the difference. No, we wouldn't, but still. I mean, it's interesting to me how how fast that can change. Mm Mm-hmm. And we tried to talk about this yesterday. Was it only yesterday? It was only <laughs> yesterday. Did, didn't go so No, well. it was two days ago. Okay. It was two days ago because it was our hike. And we did not lower our expectations about the hike. We didn't lose each other. No, we didn't lose each other. Were we supposed to lower expectations about the hike? Oh, no, yes, it was a because... freaking huge hike, though, compared to what we've been doing. We have not been getting out as often as we like. No, we're very slow now. So, yeah, if we had said, oh, we're going to be really slow, then we would have met our expectations. <laughs> yeah, we were out for almost four hours mm-hmm. in what should have been like a two-and-a-half-hour hike. Yeah, I've done it in two hours before. Yeah. Just, just under, actually. Yeah. The first time I did it. We were exhausted. We have been. We've been so overwhelmed with everything that our energy has just gone. Yeah. But after our hike, we thought we would have energy to make a podcast, and we just kept 
talking in circles around each other, but not actually communicating. It, it didn't, it wouldn't have boded well for no putting out on a podcast, uh, unless you labeled it caution, torture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You won't understand us any more than we understand each other. <laughs> no, communication sucked that day. Yeah. Yeah, that was difficult. Mm-hmm. So. So we we started over. We did. Be glad, people. Yes, because we had to lower our expectations because I wanted you to tell a story. You did. Because a story has a beginning and a middle and an end. And when we talk about the DHT, there's the beginning of the story. When we started to look it up, there's the middle of the story where you tried to get it and the end of the story where you were denied. And I'm sure it works very well in your profession to be able to talk around subjects and let your clients figure things out for themselves. It does. But when we're trying to talk to our friends in the internet land probably works better to be direct so you say <laughs> and i'm a school teacher i'm trained to be direct and i'm a performer i'm trained to communicate except with me you needed more training <laughs> i did i need to lower my expectations for my own ability to communicate with my husband okay I'm not sure that sounds so good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> only only sometimes. Only sometimes. Mm -hmm. I try. When we hit a snag, it might be a good idea to back off and say, never mind. I don't know. It's not quite tall trees, but it can wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had some tall trees on our hike. We did. They were very pretty. It was yes. very nice to get up to the tree line. And then I, I did say... Point, point at the view of the mountains as we we're coming back down and, and say how nice it looked. And then you said, what? And I said it again. And you said, what? And I said, <laughs> this is where the tall trees comes from. I said it again. And I said, tall trees. And you went, oh. Yes, there are tall trees over there. Yes. I have auditory processing disorder. I have Mumbly mouth. Uh, I have a munchkin voice that doesn't travel very far. You have had munchkin voice lately. Usually you don't. Yeah, it's been kind of bugging me because I feel like I can't get loud enough. And like it's stuck rolling around inside my head or something. Yeah, and that has to do with the way that the vocal cords thicken but don't really have room to lengthen and then the rest of your facial muscles reshaping, you know, the jawline and so on have different centers of focus in your voice and it comes out very low but very focused and that's the munchkin voice. That's not what I wanted. No. It's not what most F to M's want, but they outgrow it shortly. I better. Yeah. I'm going to find a way to stretch the <laughs> vocal cords. <laughs> you married a vocal coach. Well, I said to you yesterday, what do I do with the munchkin voice? And you said. And I said, if it sticks around, I can help you. But let's see if you outgrow it first. We'll see. I think you will. 
all of our other guy friends have. Seems seems right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Have we had to lower any other expectations, like with your mom or with the kids? Oh, I'm sure we've lowered all of them along the way. <laughs> Quite sure. Oh, number two child's meds. Oh, yes. Those are, those are working well. They are working well. By complete accident. Absolute and utter accident. And I think we mentioned this last time that we had gotten him some meds that were for urinary control. Mm-hmm. But they didn't work for urinary control. They did work as an antidepressant. And watching his developmental levels climb at the different rates for different skills, he looks like a seven-year-old boy. Mm -hmm. And he did just turn seven, and we took him to day camp, and they said, oh, look, here's a seven-year-old boy. Mm-hmm not realizing that the seven-year-old boy is just figuring out how to separate his brand-new birthday toys by color and shape like a 18-month-old baby generally would. So they lowered their expectations. But they loved him. Because mm -hmm. he's got so much energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not, I was going to say, you know, we, we focus on that this is a, tricyclic and it's an antidepressant but basically it's a mood stabilizer and and that's certainly what we're seeing for him because yes. we can't really know at that age very easily if if kids are depressed or you know or bipolar or anxiety or what i thought the doctor did a good job of describing different types of meds and when regular adhd meds don't work for kids what other combinations of things you can use mm -hmm. that will create the same effect but the, of course what we've got with him is you know we we ended up with this med by accident and it works for what he really needs just as much as urinary control yeah <laughs> <laughs> is he needs to feel better and he seems happier he seems much happier and he does he doesn't and... get as aggro as quickly no, not even close. No. We're we're moving away from the walking bar joke of our family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you mentioned to our our friends uh our friends the other day I said, you know, I'm I'm looking at these kids and getting them ready for school next year. I think and... you were editing the podcast. Oh yeah, I was. I was editing podcast a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about kids and I said, our kids are like a walking bar joke. It's, you know, the autistic, the meth baby, and the princess walk into the bar. Mm -hmm. And there they are. <laughs> Who knows what they're going to do? <laughs> you know? We don't. We don't. But it's always an adventure. Yeah. And we try and keep high expectations for them. We do. We do hold them to certain expectations. There's certain ones we won't lower. Right. Because it won't benefit them to have those adaptations made for them in the long run. Nope. It certainly will not. Kids are going to grow up and it's our job to try and help them not be completely dysfunctional mm -hmm. as adults. Mm -hmm. So. That's our job. 
Did it sound easy to anybody else? (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. Just checking. Is there anything else? I don't know. Probably, but we can just lower our expectations of having more to talk about. Yes, and we'll try to make some notes if we think of something. Yes. And get them in chronological order. (laughs) I lowered my expectation of your ability to tell a story with a beginning and a middle and an end. Although I told one yesterday and you said, see, that story had a beginning and a middle and the end. (laughs) It did when our friends were here. I might have to roll my eyes for about four months about this. (laughs) I'm sorry. We say, we'll tell a story. I'll roll my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's probably it anyway. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Your computer's getting ready to blast off again. It it is. Yeah. What else? We were trying to make this podcast. We were trying to make this. We had to lower our expectations about a podcast. Yeah, first. So hold on, wait until the computer is done and then we'll. Okay.